Welcome to another edition of the Professional Plumber Podcast. My name is Willem Klopper. I'm your host. And in this episode, we're going to discuss you and your finances, properly managing your finances. And the reason why is because whether you're an employee or an employer, the manager or the owner of a company or a business, properly managing your finances is certainly one of the key factors to success. Now, joining me for this conversation is none other than Mr. Lee Smith. Uh, Lee is also the owner of a few businesses in a few different industries. Lee, thanks for joining me and a warm welcome to you as well. Well, thanks, Valen. Thanks for me allowing me this opportunity. I don't know when you said you introduced me, it says among, uh, amongst others. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean. But anyway, yes. So uh, thanks again for uh, allowing me to you know, pass on my, some of my knowledge that I've learned over years and years through the different businesses that I have. Absolutely. Had. Yeah. Many have failed as well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, but it's through trial and error, error that we mm-hmm. learn. Best, best uh, lesson in life is failure, mm-hmm. as long as you learn from it. Absolutely. But just before we uh, delve into our conversation, we're going to cross over to a quick ad break. So don't go away. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. Do you work for yourself or run your own company? A lack of knowledge about finances and financial management can limit your growth. The tools function on App Plumber offers you assistance in calculating your call-out fees and service rates so that your business not merely survives but also makes a profit. Install App Plumber today and use the tool functions to make sure you charge your worth. So welcome back to this business-orientated episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast with myself and Mr. Lee Smith, in which we're going to discuss uh, the the importance of properly managing your finances in your company or your own personal finances for that matter, um, and, and just give you a couple of tips on how to do that. Lee, just before we go into our conversation, I know we've done this quite a few times before. I know that many of our viewers and our listeners out there are familiar with you, but just a very brief overview of who you are, um, the fact that you're in the business and businesses, but you're also a skilled trades person, qualified skilled trades person. Um, you've been an employee and you've, you are an employer as well at this point in time. That's correct, Willem. Uh, I have, um, I'm an entrepreneur by nature. Yeah. You know, I do various things um, and uh, I started off where I got involved in the plumbing industry. So let's just talk about that because obviously the audience is the plumbing industry, our plumbers out there, is that um, my dad is a plumber. He had his own business. And after I finished studying, you know, I uh, decided, well, let's join the family business and go through those specific motions of, you know, fighting with the family and all that stuff. And then I said, no. And then I got my trade during that time as well. And then I went out and started my own business, a maintenance company. Um, I moved over from construction into maintenance. And also, I always had other side side hustles, if you want to put it that way. I mean, just for, I used to build coffins as well. <laughs> so I was really, as I said, I'm an entrepreneur by nature. So business is business. Yeah, business is, I mean, the principles, if you just, if you just understand the principles behind it, it's just about the skill sets that you bring in. And then you manage this, uh, the skill sets at the end of the day. So I've burned my fingers numerous of occasions 
You, you, know, did, you did mention that in there. And, let, and, let's, and let's be clear. I mean, in the discussion, and, and I think this is where people, you know, people don't really, and we still, I still burn my fingers. I mean, and I can guarantee you there are numerous of CEOs that burn their fingers, you know, massive companies, massive corporates. The only difference really is that they've got more zeros behind the, behind the announcement that they're playing with. So don't think, don't think that, 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 that there's anything special about it, anything unique. Um, we'll get into the details, you know, of what, what this uniqueness is about. But the reality is we all fail. I don't think um, um, this way how you learn and how you take that process forward at the end of the day. And that's what I do. I like, I wouldn't say I like failing, but uh, I, I, like, I like the challenge and I'll go out and, and, and hence I have a few businesses, not in the plumbing industry per se, the training environment which supports um, businesses, which supports the plumbing industry through various training initiatives, um, the IT systems, IT programs, and a whole lot of different other things. I mean, I just started now a school of leadership. Oh, yeah. But that's the youth now. Yes. We're moving cool. into the youth environment. Again, the concept is about, as long as you understand the principles, then it's a matter about bringing the skill set in and then managing that specific skill set. Yeah, I like how you said, you know, that you've 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 failed a couple of times, um, and you, and you've won it. You succeeded in in many instances as well. And the fact is that you keep learning. Um, there was somebody that said, "The day that I stop learning is the day that I die," and that's how it is for all of us. And hence, we are sharing this knowledge. I think I think the fact that you've got all this experience, the learning phases that you've gone through, the experience and the knowledge that you've gained in the process, makes you the perfect candidate to share that information with the audience yeah. today. And uh, you did say something which I'm just going to touch on. A catch on is that you 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 said success. Now the question would be: is, is how do you measure success? Yeah. How do you measure? I mean, you know, one person's success is different to somebody else's success. You know, you think that a person drives around in a Ferrari or a fancy car, he's successful because our perception is his exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I might be successful, but I might not show it. Whereas now, if you think that a person, again, I'm just repeating myself, he's driving around in a Ferrari, whatever, you think he's successful, but you don't realize he might have a, he might be bonded to the hilt. Yeah. He might be running around and not paying his, again, his children's school fees so he can pay for his Ferrari. So the point is, success is measured in numerous of different ways. Yeah, it's just our perspective thereof. That's and what it is that means success to each one of us, and it, it, it'll be different from person to person. Correct, 100%. But Lee, there was something that you touched on that I want to now revert back to is you said something about, you've used the word principle. Mm -hmm. um, and to me, that, that goes back to something like basic or basics. Now, many of our audience and our listeners and our viewers out there, and many people in life, many people in business, think that managing and, and, and taking care of your finances, whether in a personal capacity or whether it is when you have your own business and run your own business, is this huge, com complex thing. It's like this, you have to have a, an accountant, charter, you have to be a chartered accountant and have to have that degree behind your name or at least some finance and financial study management or whatever behind your name in order to do it properly. Is that your opinion as well? So I'm going to answer it in twofold, in the sense of you know through 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 age you get experience, and I also thought similar to you, 
in the in the uh, or, or in the message the, the question that you're asking um that it is extremely difficult if you don't understand how finance works and things there, there are people that understand it and there are people that don't understand it so and i i learned, i thought everybody understood those principles and all those specific things but at the end of the day the reality is there's a lot of people who cannot manage money and not not because it's not because it's um 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 what's the word is because they're stupid or they don't understand it it's just it's just that skill set they don't have it in in them to manage money because they might be good at plumbing or they might be good at plastering or whatever it is a doctor or you know it's the same perception you think that doctors make are successful successful how because they're going to earn a lot of money yeah Ooh, that's not the case if you know and that the reason why is is because doctors don't necessarily know how to manage their specific or that person might not manage their finances in the right way now is that right or wrong it's not right or wrong you know they're not it's just that skill set now let me answer in a different way that's what i learned over the years but now everybody knows how to add and subtract yeah everybody knows that they're going to receive a hundred rand salary whatever it is everybody knows most of us knows i've only got a hundred rand to spend now if you understand those principles then it's very simple taking those basic principles and applying it in your business. Basic fundamentals. Basic fundamentals. If you understand, and I think, yes, at his core, I mean, you, let's not kid ourselves. You're going to have to have to understand some basic principles to go forward. But the key is, it's not, it's not rocket science stuff. You know, you don't have to understand depreciation and compound interest and, you know, where to your personal loan accounts or your loan accounts in your business and, Input, output, that, that's not. But if you just understand the basic principles, you will be successful. But yeah, also, and I might be getting into a little bit more deeper stuff, it's not about understanding the basic principles. It's about applying the basic principles on a consistent basis. Persistently doing so, yeah. Correct. That consistency. Correct, 100%. What would you say, Lee, is the most fundamental aspect of managing finances i think i just uh, again the consistency consistency and preparation preparation is key you know if you don't you know um, what do they say they say uh, fail to plan plan no fail, fail to plan, plan prepare to fail yeah so or plan to fail yeah that's it that's the is that planning is important now what do you plan in your business right so there's budgeting Budgeting is key because you've got to know where you've got to go to. How much do you have to earn in to actually survive? And there's a whole lot of do's and don'ts about that, and I'm sure we'll get into a little bit deeper into the do's and don'ts about the budgeting side. Then, of course, you know what the game plan is, yeah. budgeting. So I know I've got to go in that direction, and therefore I've got to know I have to earn that specific per month, whatever it is, and these are the key items that then... Once you've determined what your budget is, now you have to measure it against something. Yeah. Because you might just be flying into the darkness. There's my budget, and I have to 50,000 rand a month. Pull a figure out of it. Mm. Now, did I achieve that? Am I under that one? Am I over that specific thing? That becomes your actuals. 
So now I'm going to actual. So you're now comparing what I budgeted against the actuals. And then if those two are not matching, then you have to now go and have a look where do you cut or where do you improve or whatever the situation is behind that. But budgeting, most important, then getting into your actuals against your budgeting. And again, that's not, not rocket science. It's exactly the same as anybody who earns a salary. Mm. They, get, they know their salary is their income. Isn't that so? Mm. But then I'm earning X. They know what their budget is. I know what my rent is. And now you're comparing the two. And if you're not making meets end, ends meet, what do you have to do? No. You either cut on your budget or increase your income. Or increase your income. Basic, simple principles. It's easier said than done. But if you stick to the basics, because you can't plan if you don't have any guidance. And yeah. Your budget and your actuals give you those specific guidance. Certainly some of the most fundamental and most basic things that you can apply to start managing your finances properly. Before we continue our conversation and delve into a little bit more uh, tips that we can give you and aspects and factors to consider, let's just cross over to another break. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this. Good day. How can I help you? Hi. I'm here to log in my COCs, but I seem to be having an issue with my computer. No problem. But did you know that you can log your COCs using an app on your cell phone? Oh, what app is that? It's called the App Plumber. Do you have a smartphone with you? Yes, I do. Oh, well, let me show you how it works. Not only can you access your PRB profile on the App Plumber, but you can also earn CPD points while exploring the plumbing industry in the palm of your hand. Download the app from Google Play Store and join thousands of other happy users. Welcome back. You're still tuned into this business-orientated episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast in which me and Lee are discussing managing your finances or you and your finances for that matter. Now, just before we went into the ad break, Lee and I were discussing some of the most fundamental things and aspects and factors to consider uh, when you at least start thinking of managing finances in your, in your business or in your personal capacity for that matter. We looked at some principles that can be applied um, and Lee, we were looking at budgeting. We were discussing budgeting. And I want to ask you, not only when it comes to budgeting itself, but in general, and we can start with budgeting, but what are some of the most common mistakes that plumbers and people in business, whether they are sole proprietor or a huge business or whatever, what are some of the most common mistakes that people make when, when they manage their finances, when they set up their budgets, when they manage their the actuals, like you said, your cash flows and those kind of things. Let's start with budgeting. Yeah, so um, firstly, the most common mistake is they don't have a budget. Simple as that. They just have a fly by their pants. Yeah. So if, if, if anything, most important is have a budget. Yeah. Now, obviously, what happens in the industry is, and specifically plumbers, they... The plumbers are outward looking and not inward looking. So they look at their competition and then try and undercut and then work it backwards. No, you've got to be inward looking. So start inward looking as to what are your expenses. Yes. What are your, what is your budget? That's number one, right? Then secondly, is that what plumbers don't do is they don't allow for everything within their budget. In other words, we know that most of the wives or the girlfriends become the admin, right? 
and then they don't allow for a salary for that, they expect them to pick up that specific thing, which is a no-no. You have to make sure that it's included. Every single last little cent that we have in our specific process or, uh, or uh, expense must be within your budget. Let's, 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 once we've got that, then we can talk about how do we cut back on that specific, but you've got to put everything down. Then once you've got everything down, then take the number of hours that you can bill out to your customer per month. So if you're working 24-7, eight hours a day, 24 times eight times 30, 30, 30 and a half days, whatever way you want to do it, and calculate the number of days. Or the hours then you can work out that but obviously we don't work that way so we've got our budget we work eight hours a day 22 days a week and you put that in then you at least get your hourly rate mm. um, there's a few more things i want to touch on the budget but then you get your now you compare it now you've done your inward looking now you compare outward looking a second or third common mistake that happened is that the plumber themselves should look as though they are an employer to the company. Sorry, employee mm. to the company. Yeah. And therefore, let's let's look at it another way. If you weren't there as the plumber running your business, you would have to hire somebody in here. Isn't that so? So therefore, you have to consider what that person is worth, and then you should be paying yourself equal to that amount. Yeah. You should not be waking up oh, at the end of the month I'm gonna I'm gonna work on profits and I'm gonna pay myself out of profits. You have to put yourself in as a salary employed person. Another, that's one of the aspects that goes into your budgeting is Correct. budget for a salary for yourself. Correct, 100%. And stick to that specific thing. I know it's easier said than done, but it's important to. And I had a conversation, and, and this is all too often, you know, as well, rental. You know, so you, if, you, if, you're, if your house has got, if you're operating from your house, charge yourself a rental within your business. It's important to do that specifically because then you know the true cost of your business. Yes. I'm going to repeat. So you know the true cost of your business. Once you understand your true cost, then you can start calculating your hourly rate and then compare it out there. Mm. And then start adjusting and saying if you're far out or yet. And don't be ridiculous. Obviously, you you know you can put 100,000 rand for your salary or 500, you can put it in. But is it realistic? Yeah. That's the question, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. So budget correctly, put everything in. Then at least you got the base to start off with. Now you start fine-tuning the base as to what is what should be going in. How can I fine-tune it? Yeah, like typical if to fit your fit what the market is. You know, at the end of the day, if you're coming out at 1,200 Rand an hour, is the market going to accept that? Because half the people are running at 700 Rand, there might be something internally that you have done wrong, a calculation. So go back to your budget and then start adjusting it from that point of view. But from budgeting, it sounds to me that taking into consideration every aspect of the cost for you to be in that business, every aspect, all expenses that you have to incur to actually operate Correct. as a business. You're looking at vehicle expenses, your, your cell phone accounts, those kind of things, your internet account, your... Mm -hmm. Those kind of things are all costs and expenses that you have to incur in order for your business to run. And certainly that has to be made provision for in your budget so that at the end of the day, when you have that budget, you can now determine what 
income do I need to generate out of my business in order to achieve all of those expenses and most properly make a profit as well? Correct. So you touched on the profit side. So yes, allowance for profit, because if you think about it, why would you be in business, you know, taking the risk if you're not deriving an income, sorry, an outcome at the end of the day? Whatever that outcome looks, I mean, Take myself, I I would not necessarily look at a profit in a monetary sense, but it allowed, being in my own businessman, it allowed me the freedom to be with my kids, go to their sporting day. So that's my profit, if you know what I'm yes. saying. So so there's different ways. And again, I'm going back to it, says, it's to remember how you measure success, same way as how you measure what outcome you want at the end of the day. But And also that you need to take into consideration um, the fact that you're going to have are you taking off in December? So now you have to calculate that in because you're not going to get an income. Now you have to take that and work it back into your budget so you can December allowance. Whatever it is, that December allowance, just for easy sake, is 120,000 Rand. 120,000 Rand divided by 11 months gives you, you have to earn 12,000 whatever amount per month that you have to put in your monthly budget so you can put that away to um, make sure that when it gets to December, you can carry yourself through for that specific period. I think none of us want to just break even, not in a personal capacity. I mean, you don't want to earn a salary and just survive on the bread line. You want to have money to actually go to a restaurant, take your family out, or maybe go for a holiday, or maybe just stick yourself for a movie or something. And the same applies to business as well, Lee. Two things that come to mind when you say those things is that uh, when I say not breaking even, but certainly making a little bit extra, it allows for you to to prepare for unexpected things that may happen in your business. Like you said, yes, December is not quite unexpected, but something may go wrong. Your, your vehicle may break down or something like that, but something aside for that. You want to make extra money than just breaking even. But also it allows you to, when you make a little bit of a profit in your business, it allows you to plow back into your business, maybe expand your services, maybe attend a course so that you can expand your knowledges and those kind of things. So certainly, you know, when you budget, budget for a little bit of profit as well. Hundred percent. Yeah, and it's, it's correct. I mean, so again, so are we really getting to the complexity? But that all derives where from your initial budget. Yeah. Now you know exactly what your initial budget is. Those are all nice to haves at the end of the day. You've got to survive first before you move forward from that point. But it's an important part, you know, yeah. and those are long-term objectives. What am I trying to achieve in my business in a long-term? And I'm going to, I want to get another vehicle on or X, Y, Z or whatever it is. You have to then start looking at from it. But then also very important. And again, so we spoke about two documents, two important things. It's your budgeting, then your actual, which is measured against your budget. But your budgeting is important. Yeah. Then you say, well, did I achieve my budget? No, I didn't. Then you start re-looking really at it. And you have to be conscious. You have to consistently consistently looking at that specific thing. Don't just uh, maybe look at it once a year or whatever it is. The, the third important process is the killer, is cash flow. We've got to make, you've got to make sure that your cash flow is correct because, and this is one of very, very bad um, habit, habits that plumbers or tradesmen or people do is that if they don't got their finances or their those simple processes is they now start spending money they don't have or they spend money so they, they they live off their bank account that's the thing 
You shouldn't be living off your bank account. You should be living off your cash flow. Yeah. Cash flow is a reflection, is a reflection of your bank account with what you're going to be budgeting against with your actual income as well. There's those three documents that are sitting together and watching that document. So then, then you can see from there if you've got money or not. But a lot of them you say, oh, I've got 100,000 rand in the bank account. Yes, they might do monkey mass quickly. They do some on the back of their thing and says, oh, I've got some money. Yeah, let me go and spend, buy this, buy that, do this specific thing. But then it catches them down the line because come financial year eight, Taxes. The tax man is going to come along and says, well, you made a profit. And says, but there's no money in the bank or we have a problem now, if you know what I'm saying. So if you just take those basic and apply it into the cash flow scenario, things should be okay with the basics. Absolutely. Lisa, yeah, because we spoke about putting something aside when I mentioned the, the profit thing. Um, we said put something aside for profit, maybe reinvesting a bit. But the same goes for putting that aside when you manage your cash flow, knowing that don't spend what you need to put aside for, for, for taxes and those kind of things. Don't spend, don't live out of that bank account into which your customers pay, you know, the fees that you charge them for your services. Um, because then you're going to start eating up the cash of your business. And not even the cash, you're going to eat up the, you eat up the cash that is put away for the things that are coming into the future. Yeah. Again, now I want to go back to profit um, because we, we spoke about profit and just to round this conversation off because we are drawing to a close of this episode. We are running out of time, Lisa. We are pressed for time. Just a quick one. The difference between profit and revenue. Profit and revenue. Well, revenue is what you receive coming in. Then you take off all your expenses and then you get profit at the end of the day. So it's very simple. Income, revenue, less your operating expenses, your cost to sell, you get profit, but then there's two types of profits. Mm -hmm. You get profits before tax, uh -huh. and then you get profits after tax, and to complicate it even more, then you get dividends profit. <laughs> so you can't just take, and, and that's a future discussion, you can't just go and say, so, so let's say, if I've got 100 rand, 100 rand profit, you now have to pay your tax on that, which is, I think, is sitting at 28%. So 28% now has to be paid over to the tax at the end of the financial year, right? Or um, made allowance to pay over your 28% on your 100 Rand. So that gives you 28%, that gives you 72 Rand left. Now you think that 72 Rand I can take out and you can use that 72 Rand within your business operations, but you as the owner, if you want to take that 72 Rand out, you have to pay dividends tax, which is another, again, correct me if I'm wrong, I can't remember, 20%. So you land up paying 48% or 47% or whatever it is that justice is on your 100 Rand that you can take out as the owner to use to go and buy your Ferraris or whatever it is from those. But really getting into complexity now. Yeah. You know, those are little, the nitty little grit, the really nitty gritties that you have to, you know, that, I'm, that you learn over time and how to use, use, how to use profit to the best of your advantage within your business. And I think it's, it, it boils down to the simplicity of the fact that um, revenue is what you generate, your income, mm -hmm. um, and, and your profit is whatever is left when everything, the expenses, when the costs and the taxes and all of those things have been deducted from that income. Yeah. I think that's the simplicity of it. You want to call it net, net profit after taxes. Yeah. 
that's it. So yeah, those are the tricks of the trade. You know, you got to sit down, and then you're really getting to the. And that's what I've. I mean, I learned over years. You know, what is the best way to do this way? How to use the, you know, how to expense expense it as a expense within the business rather than as a profit expense. And again, it's just learned over years. Right, but the, you know, there's no right. There is the basics, and each person must now take that and apply it to the best of their. Exactly as to their abilities, but through a consistent basis. Yeah. It's, and it's it's not rocket science like we, we said at the beginning of the episode. You know, it's it's certainly something that most of us can achieve. It, there are people that cannot. You did mention it. But the fact is that it's not as complicated and complex as everybody yeah. thinks it is. Simple, fundamental and basic principles that can be applied. Um, we, we spoke about budgeting. We spoke about your actuals. And we spoke about cash flow. And I mean, that's the that's some of the basics. I think when it comes into the details, looking at the taxes and those kind of things, that's a conversation for a new, for a next episode or a following episode. But uh, I think we've shared quite a bit of information with our viewers. Lee, any last words and statements to to our viewers from your side? Yeah. So I mean, it's easy for us to sit around this table and have this discussion and talk about it. It's it's challenging out there, but if I can, any cases everything's a challenge but it's what you do with that challenge you can either put it in the drawer and keep quiet and whatever it's not going to do it take it out and confront that challenge you know what it be it you know that i haven't got a budget let me sit down and work hard at or you know i've got a cash flow issue don't like work at it you know be proactive and that's the key you know that that that's half the back one yeah that concludes it for our discussion between lee and myself uh, we hope that it carried a lot of value to you. It certainly does for me. I learn every time we have these kind of conversations. Uh, to our listeners and our viewers, please do stay tuned. We're going to cross over to uh, some industry announcements for you. Um, so stay tuned for that. But from our side, we're going to greet you until the next time. The exciting and new CPD rewards program has finally launched. This rewards program gives plumbers the opportunity to receive discounts on certain items like COCs, renewal fees and many other products depending on the status of their CPD points. For further information, visit our website at www.pirb.co.za. Once on our website, look for the CPD rewards option under the CPD drop-down. Remember, get skilled, get rewarded. This Friday, the 10th of March, the PIRB is celebrating World Plumbing Day at the PIRB's offices in Centurion, Pretoria. Come and join in on the fun and games and stand a chance to win great prizes. You can also learn more about the new CPD Rewards Program on the day. Hope to see you there. Don't miss out on the Plumber's Evening tomorrow, the 9th of March. In Gauteng, the venue is 55 Hill Street, Ferndale, Johannesburg at 6pm. And lastly, remember that you can book advertising space on any of the PIRB's video productions. For more information about advertising space, contact us at marketing at pirb.co.za or call us on 0861-747-275.